Hi everybody, welcome to my podcast, and today we're going to be covering some topics about world history. So, it's going to be about Europeans and the impact they did on the world. That's the broad generalization subject that we're going to be talking about. So, topic slash question number one. How did Europeans rise to global dominance? Europeans got into power because they started trade routes that involved Europe and some parts of Africa called the Mediterranean, the Mediterranean Sea Route, where they mostly traded with each other, but also with Africa to get more resource abundant. But all of these trade routes became more established. They realized that, hey, it would be faster to travel by sea than by land and started to use merchant ships that were very big with lots of sails so they can hold a lot of cargo and also be quick so that their destinations weren't waiting years but days or months depending on how far it was from where they first set sail to the end of the route. Also, by this time where the first ever maps started floating floating about and navigational tools so that you don't get lost at sea. The more items they sold and bought, the more power they kind of got. Now, God, gold, glory. The Europeans noticed that the Catholic Church is losing members, so they started conquering land to convert the natives into Catholics, but while doing so, they plundered the natives for any type of gold they had to become more wealthy. So they became more wealthy. So that they can put more money into their military to become more powerful. Another thing is that they use some of the native technology, not only because it's that it may be weird and different, but might have a use for them for making structures on unstable ground like mud, sand, or other types of unstable ground that I can't think of at the moment. So this might be in terms of housing, irrigation, Farming, you know, stuff that might be beneficial. Topic slash question number two How does the rise of Europe? Or how did the rise of Europe impact native societies? Spain was one of the countries that destroyed advanced civilizations. They needed gold to become more wealthy, which led to power, which leads to power. And and they needed more Christians for the Catholic Church. These advanced civilizations had lots of gold, so the Spanish went in 
Like, they were friends. They wanted to learn off of the natives, and also the natives can learn off of them. But little did the little did they know, or little did the advanced civilization know that the Spanish was here because they're gold, they're people, and their technology. Te- technology was a hidden bonus at the time. So they went in, and the easiest way to make a country or civilization fall is remove their leaders, their infrastructure, and their yeah that's about it so as the people felt a disarray the Spanish was saying how la- how great their lives were and how they fell and how the the native people's Civilization fell while the Spanish still reigns, so they kind of got converted into Christians and joined the Spanish. While the Spanish did that, they took their overabundance of gold, because some of these advanced civilizations had lots and lots of it, but also. They also noticed that some of their technology were pretty advanced for the time and might be of use to the Spanish later. Now, topic slash question number three. How did the rise of Europe impact Africa? So, I'm gonna... do an example first and it's going to have some backstory on why Europe has impacted Africa it might get a little bit off topic but it all falls into place now with the rise of the European countries it helped Africa with trade routes that started uh, popping up but let's get forward to where it affected Africa the most negatively Mercantilism. The idea of generating wealth by selling raw resources or turning those resources into items that would be sold for profit and wealth so that wealth can lead to power. So they could turn the wealth into power. I'm going to use the dark American past as an example here. The 13 colonies sent over by Great Britain at the time to grow crops for the British Army or to collect raw resources. Now, the only problem was that one-fourth of the southern areas and northern areas, or one-fourth of the overall terrain of the 13 colonies, weren't fitted well to grow crops. So there's 
these little towns that started disappearing. Out of nowhere, nobody knew why, they just started disappearing. Now, one of these towns were called, I think it was Jamestown, Missouri. Uh, not Jamestown, Missouri. <laughs> Jamestown, Virginia. Virginia. And this was where a man found out how to grow a certain strand of tobacco there. And tobacco was one of these famous crops that were expensive at the time. Was to was hard to produce. And it wasn't a lot of it. So you could sell it for crazy amounts of money. And it falls under the category of a cash crop. Cash crops are like tobacco, sugar cane, cotton, and some other sorts of items that I don't have off the top of my head. So Jamestown, Virginia started selling that to Britain. They got money so they could, well, you know, sustain themselves to buy food, to put into the town's infrastructure and stuff like that. And other places started to take notice. Now, it was either you and your family were doing it or you were, you had endangered servants. Indentured servants are people that come from the old world, Europe, Africa, Asia, etc., over to the new world, the Americas, North America, South America, Caribbean, New Mexico, not New Mexico, that's part of the North America. So, and these people would pay for their travel and the person whose travel was paid for has to work for them until they repaid the service fare to bring them from the old world to the new world. That's what were injured indentured servants at the time. Now once they paid their debt, they would just go on with their normal lives. And that would lose, and the people that were trying to sell these cash crops would lose hands. Now, they thought, what if I could have people work for me and also be property? so I don't have to pay for them and they work for me all the time. Like, and then they took notice of the Caribbeans or in the Caribbean, there were people having slaves. So they were thought, hmm, if we had slaves, then we wouldn't need indentured servants no more and have a steady amount of work hand or yeah farm hands so they got into the 
slave business and mostly slaves were kidnapped Africans. And the colonies went to the slave auction, started purchasing slaves so they could maintain their infrastructure through cash crop selling. And that impacted Africa as well, but in a negative way. Topic number four. How did the first global age create competition between European countries? The first global age created competition by saying if you're wealthy, you're powerful. And and with those countries nowadays are wealthy and that they could fund their militaries and so that it would be easier to conquer people so they have a lot of power. Power? I can't really explain this well because I don't really understand it fully. Power is... Hang on, let me search up the definition. Hold on. Power definition two, the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Now, military, go to war. That is persuading or influencing the behavior of some to enact an event that would gain money and resources to the country attacking the other while leaving the other impoverished. A lot of times that's not the case, but some of the times that is the case. Now, I got it off a bit topic, a bit off topic, but to get wealthy, you can conquer. One of the ways to get wealthy is you can conquer people and tax them for all their gold or take their land away from them and either grow cash crops like I mentioned in the last topic or take their natural resources sell to the homeland and then the homeland takes and turns it into a different product and more refined something that a lot of people would want typically and they would sell it for money and become wealthy they could turn that wealthy invest into the military and boom they got power and a lot of these countries wanted more land more resources more cash crops so they started attacking each other for their land It led to a lot of areas being deserted, 
lot of casualties and wounded people, impoverished lands, and making factions that split off from different countries. A lot of these time, and because of this mercantilism stuff, it started tearing apart. Quote unquote, it's it's not as bad as it used to be, but there's still competition between European countries about this, and it's sad. Well, that's my podcast for today. Thank you all for joining me, and have a wonderful day.